Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the last stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last stand. I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport, and joining me today, I'll tell you, he's one of boxing's fastest rising stars. He's ranked uh, number four by ESPN when they talk about the welterweight division. He's unbeaten. He's a power-punching Texan. He's none other than Virgil Ortiz Jr. Virgil, welcome to The Last Stand. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to have you on, man. And, you know, listen, uh, last time we saw you in the ring, what, last summer, August? And next month, though, you're taking on uh, Michael McKinson, unbeaten, now widely known outside of England. Uh, Why McKinson? You know, he's a... First of all, he's a third ranked on the WBO. He's just only two under me. Um, I, I'm not necessarily the one that chooses my opponents. You know, whoever they give me in my way, then, you know, I take them out of my way. That's just my job. So uh, whatever my, uh, whatever the decisions of choosing the opponent, you know, you'd have to talk to my manager, my dad. But like I said, if they put him in my way, I take him out. And, and generally they're going to give you an opponent for a reason. Hey, maybe, you know, he's a Southpaw and you got a big fight coming up against a Southpaw. Maybe he's a, was there something specific about McKinson that they saw that they said, I think you need to see this next Virgil. You know what? If, uh, if I had to guess, it would probably most likely be the Southpaw thing because, you know, the two of the world champions right now in the Waterway division are Southpaws. So, it, I mean, that's that's probably the reason that makes the most sense, don't you think? Most likely. Absolutely. You, you know, you were quoted uh, as saying that, hey, they're writing him off early, talking about McKinson, because he's not really widely known here in the States at all, and that this one will be tricky. Um, why, why? why? Why do you think this one will be tricky, considering you've knocked out everybody that you fought? You know, it's um, – I've seen his fights before. I've seen – some highlights and he's just that guy. And, um, I just, I kind of have an idea of how the fight is going to go. I'm not going to give that away. Cause you know, then that gives away my strategy and all that stuff, you know, but we're, we're coming prepared for everything. And, uh, that's just, that's just how I see the fight playing out. Hmm. Um, you recently parted ways with your, your trainer, Robert Garcia, who was training you. And now you got a new trainer. Tell us why. Why the switch? Well, um, my dad has been training me the entire time. Uh, 
my dad has been training me since I was an amateur. You know, that's that's what a lot of people don't really realize. When I went to uh, Howell's gym, my dad would would still be giving me the mitts, and you know, I would we would uh, get help from the other coaches as well. When I would come back home in Texas, my dad straight up 100. percent Well, not 100 percent because Coach Hector Beltran is also uh, a coach of mine as well. Uh, when we were at Roberts, you know, Robert would help help us out indeed. Um, but my dad was still the main guy that was uh, on my ass when I was in the bags. Uh, he was the main one that I was doing mids with most of the time. You know, I mean, you know how fathers are. They're the ones going to be on your ass the whole time. And and now uh, we're at Manny Robles's, and pretty much um, my dad's going to be my head trainer from now on, and uh, Manny's going to help us. And, and, you know, a number of people thought uh, you were going to be with Eddie Reynoso. Um, so tell me why Manny as opposed to Eddie. You know, um, I, I really don't know what happened there, to be honest. Um, I think the the time didn't really mesh well, you know. Uh, just It just wasn't uh, – it didn't work out. That's that's really all – that's the most accurate as I can put it. It just didn't work out. Hmm. Um. How much pressure, Virgil, comes with a knockout streak like yours? Because no matter who you face, now you know people expect you to blow this guy out. What kind of pressure comes with that? You know, it's uh, a lot of people do expect uh, that out of me, and uh, honestly, it's uh, I don't see it as a pressure. I just kind of see it as like a uh, it's it's a really high standard, and to me. That that kind of makes me feel good about myself, that people expect that much out of me because that, in turn, shows what they think of me, you know? So you know, even even though I have, uh, you know, some people have haters, even the haters expect a lot out of you because maybe they don't, they're not saying it out loud, but they kind of respect my skills in a way, you know? So in a, it, it doesn't matter how they put it. I know what they're thinking, so... You know, and, and let me answer your question. There, I don't have a lot of pressure because uh, I get asked this question a lot. Uh, do I have pressure keeping my knockout streak open? Uh, I mean, uh, continued. And it's just, uh, no, I don't. I, I would love to see the, the distance um, pretty soon. You know, I know that it would benefit me a lot in a, a future title fight. And uh, if I can get the experience in, then I'll take it. Hmm. Um, in your mind, Virgil, where do you believe you are from a development standpoint? Where is Virgil Ortiz Jr. right now? Um, development point, I I would say I'm not even close to peaking yet. You know, um, I'm only 23. I I have a lot of years left in the sport. I'm gonna I'm only gonna get better. I'm only gonna get stronger, faster, smarter. Um, as good as people think that I am. Uh, I'm only going to get better and I, and I hope to continue surprising people, impressing people, you know, that's, that's the main goal just to get better every day. The one thing I love uh, about the welterweight division is because they've got these big names uh, and guys who've been there for a while. And then they've got this fresh new blood like yourself uh, and Jerome boots Ennis as well Two unbeaten uh, guys where you get in the ring, you're thinking, boy, these guys can bring it. Um, so there are many who say Jerome Boots Ennis is the future of the welterweight division. Others say Virgil Ortiz is the future of the welterweight division. What does Virgil Ortiz say? 
well, I'm not going to say him, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I believe that, that I got the skills, I got the heart, the determination, and uh, I'm going to back myself against anyone. Love it. Um, you know, when you took out Maurice Hooker, I remember after that fight, you know, one of the guys you called out, that's why I love your confidence. I mean, you called out guys like Terrence Crawford. Like, yo, let's 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 get it on. I want that fight. Now, Bud, of course, responded afterwards like, look, he really doesn't want to fight me. That's just what guys say. They really say it. Um, where, do you believe you're ready, A, for Bud Crawford? And can you see that fight in your future? I think that I'm I'm ready for any opposition that comes my way. And you know what? Uh, one thing's for sure. I'll give anybody a tough fight. In the period, you know? I don't care if you're a middleweight. I don't care if you're a light heavyweight. I'll, I'm going to make you earn it, you know? And uh, But like I said, it, it, it's not even that mentality. I believe that I can win. I love it. Um, and, and I guess it begs the next question, too. You know? whether it's Bud Crawford or Errol Spence Jr., who's the, you know, the unified champ. You believe right now Virgil Ortiz is ready for those guys. If they said, hey, look, let's sign it up and let's get it on, you, you believe you're ready for either one of those guys right now? I wouldn't turn it down. Hmm. Love it. Um, I, speaking of Errol, you know, both of you guys are Dallasites. <laughs> and I love that you guys had this nice little back and forth uh, on social media. I think at one point, you put on there that he needs to change his name from the truth to a lie. Um, where's the relationship with you two right now? And uh, how far away could you see a fight w with you and Errol Spence Jr.? You know, uh, we're, we're poking back and forth at each other. You know, I've, I've known Errol since I was about nine years old. We used to train at the same gym when I was an amateur. And, uh, and we go way back. Uh, as far as how far I think the fight is, hey, I'm – I'm knocking on the door on the world title opportunity. Uh, you never know, honestly. And you, with the with the politics and boxing, I don't want to say that it's next or oh, you're like you know, you just never know. Uh, maybe I can force a mandatory or. There's so many things that happen in boxing that I really don't know. You know, sometimes the number one guy doesn't get the shot. Maybe the number seven guy gets the shot. So I really couldn't even tell you accurately, but pretty soon. And how is it being in a position where you are, where super uber talented, and yet the big type guys, especially the guys with the belts, they look at it and say, well, why should I fight that guy? First of all, it's dangerous. Number two, he doesn't have a belt. I'm just going to, you know, try to get big money and, and fight another guy with the belt. And yet people are saying, well, I want to see Virgil Ortiz in with somebody. And yet, those those somebodies usually try to avoid you yeah that's uh that's the cost of high risk low reward you know that's it's a real thing and uh you know it can not necessarily be frustrating but it, it does get in the way of a lot of fights especially with people who are only 23 24 you know coming up who the only thing they have to offer is you know a, like a win uh, you know over us you know, but we, we're not going to come to lay down. That's the thing about us. We're, we're going to come to win, you know. So it's uh, it's hard on both sides, I guess you could say, because they don't want to yeah. fight us. We want to fight them. You know, that's just how it goes. 
and that's what the fans are, and they're clamoring. Well, why don't you fight these? And then you're you're sitting here saying, "Well, I tried," and and these guys are they won't get in the ring with me. <laughs> so yeah, it is a problem. I, I under trust me, I understand. Uh, you know, for years the welterweight division uh, was considered the best in boxing, but now there are a number of people who say, "Well, it's probably one thirty-five." Others say one fifty-four. Some say one sixty-eight. Uh, you guys still have some big names there. What do you think about the welterweight division right now? I think the welterweight division, I think it's pretty good, to be honest. You know, the welterweight division always is always going to be a hot division because, we're, I mean, we're right in the middle of the weight bracket. You know, you got the, you know, the people that are like 110, 114. They got a lot of speed, not too much power. You got the heavyweights who have a lot of power but don't have a lot of speed, a lot of stamina. And that's where 147 comes in. We're right in the middle. We have a little bit of everything, a lot, a lot of everything. That's why, you know, one, 140, 147, 154, those are, the, those are the weights to watch. Those are the most exciting weights to watch. Hmm. Virgil, what is your ultimate goal in the sport? In the sport? Just, just to be remembered, man. Just to be remembered. And that, that includes everything, like getting a world title shot. You know, if you ask someone, what do you want to do in the sport? Be a world champion. Well, there's a lot of world champions that no one remembers, you know? You know, it just it's not enough it's it's not enough for me uh it shouldn't be enough for anybody you should want everything mm, love that um you know your promoter golden boy man he had a they had a really public spat uh with canelo and canelo separated and went away and you know canelo came out really publicly and said some harsh things uh and unflattering things about the company about oscar uh, before that ryan garcia had a public feud uh, with Golden Boy, he was frustrated about inactivity, things of that that nature. At any point, did you kind of look to see what what was going on and say, "Oh my, uh, do I have to look twice at my promoter and think about leaving at all?" Well, you know, if, if that ever came about, that's my manager's job, my dad's job. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, we haven't really ran into that problem, you know. Um, Really, all I can say about that. I don't know what goes in into their careers or anything like that. I just know mine. Um, I just go to the gym, train hard, get the wins, and that's it. That's that's my job. So that's really all I can tell you. Give me one fighter, Virgil, who you enjoy seeing, other than Virgil Ortiz Jr. Give me somebody who you enjoy seeing, who you say this guy is must see TV. Man. Um, I would probably have to say Lomachenko. That guy is is a really technically sound fighter, you know. And uh, I don't, I don't want to say that he doesn't have a whole lot of power, but if he doesn't, it's his technique and his precision that is taking guys down. You know, he's like he's a sniper, man. He he he's finding all the openings, he's finding all the chinks in the armor, and he does it so good. You know, he moves like water, like. I every every time he fights, I make sure to tune in because it's just that's great. He's awesome. Uh, Virgil, for everybody who listens and watches uh, the Last Stand, we allow them to submit questions through social media. We got a number of them for you, so we're going to get right to them. Uh, this first one uh, from Courtney from Twitter. He asks, uh, "Why do you need three years to fight Boots?" I don't remember saying that. Um, like I said, if they put him in front of me, I'll take him out. Wow. How how do you how exciting? How would you see that fight being played out 
uh, in the ring because you two are two electric fighters at 147. I mean, all I can say is, is that it's it'd be definitely be a fight to remember. You know, I, I can't tell you exactly how it would play out. But if I was a fan, I'd want to watch that fight, too. Um, Chuck, he asks, um, what happened to you wanting the Terrence Crawford fight? I thought you were going to press for the opportunity. Who am I fighting right now? The the WBO third guy, final eliminator. There you go. Good question. There you go. Good answer. Uh, Vladimir kind of asked the same question I asked. Uh, why the change in trainers? You know, we just, um, you know, sometimes you just got to do what's best for you. You know, you got to, you know, this is a sport uh, where you need to take care of yourself, you know, when you can. You know, this isn't a sport like like basketball or anything like that. You know, I just I have to take care of myself. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was all love from, uh, you know, the split with me and Robert. You know, we understood, you know, it's, it's a business, you know, no hard feelings. So, you know, we just got to do what's best for us. Love it. Uh, Heyman Planet uh, from Twitter asks, why did you avoid your mandatory Avenesian and now fighting an unknown guy with two knockouts? I've seen this guy before. He's a troll on my uh, Twitter, and I'm not even going to answer his question because he's annoying. Okay. Uh, Warhorse uh, asks, who are your three top favorite fighters? Uh, Lomachenko. In no order. Lomachenko. Uh, I just you know answered why earlier. Jose Ramirez, mm-hmm. he brings it. You know, he's not in a boring fight ever. I, mean, I love watching him fight. And Canelo, number one pound for pound. There you go. Uh, El Bandora Roja from Twitter asks, why don't you call out Boots? Well, I don't really call out anybody, you know. And if I do, they got a title. So, I'm going straight for it. Love it. Uh, Elber from Twitter asks, if you win... Would you like another fight and then a title shot or a title fight right after McKinson? Is if it was up to me, it would definitely be a title shot, but it's not up to me. So, you know, uh like I said, whatever opportunity comes my way, um I'll I'll gladly take it. You know, it's it's simple as that, black and white. Virgil, what makes Virgil Ortiz Jr. special as a fighter? Uh, I would have to say work ethic, you know, in the gym, you know, just putting 110% every day, always trying to get better. Um, we, I really try to be a, a well-rounded fighter, just, just not one way, you know. Uh, even if it looks like if, if some people think that I just come forward and – I just take shots and I get hit. You know, I'm looking for everything. I'm I'm looking for everything. You know, it's can't just fight one way. Mm-hmm. Even if it looks like it, uh, trust me, I'm thinking up there. <laughs> okay, Virgil, we come to the last segment of this show. It is called the Last Stand. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, Virgil. I want you to give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? All right. Here we go. In your opinion, who is Dallas's? Favorite boxing son. Is it Errol Spence Jr. right now or Virgil Ortiz Jr.? Uh, I want to say me. I want to say me. 
by the way, Spitz and Ugas fighting in April. Oh, yeah. Who wins that fight, in your opinion? Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I'm going to have to go for Arrow. I'm going to have to go for Arrow on this one. But it's definitely not a walk in the park. Mm. Spence versus Crawford is the fight everybody wants. Who do you think wins that fight? I, I you know, I've, I've answered this question many times. I really don't know, man. It's, uh, I would lean more towards uh, Crawford, but barely, like 55% Crawford, 45% Arrow. And, uh, but that's, that's so close. You know, and like I said, I really don't know. In your opinion, who is the best fighter under the Golden Boy banner right now? <laughs> Ryan Garcia somewhere like what? Uh, Jose Ramirez is like what? <laughs> um, uh, besides Virgil Ortiz, who is, in your opinion, the next young big thing in boxing? Uh, I mean, besides me, right? You yeah, besides, besides you, besides me, besides you. Uh, 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 I would have to say Jose Benavides. He's only like what a year or two older than me, and yeah. he's been a world mm-hmm. champion before. The the youngest yep. champion mm-hmm. in middleweight or super. I'm not too sure yeah. about that, but man, he's he's a good fighter. I love watching him fight. Yeah, fantastic. Last question: Virgil Ortiz Jr. will be a world champion by the end of next year. Oh, I like it. I like it. Where do you see your future? You see, you, I mean, at 147, obviously, but how how high do you think you'll go before you're you're all done? In this um, Weight-wise? Um, yes. I think I'll definitely make it to 160, 168. Um, I'm pretty sure I can fight 168 if, if I want to. Um, no. That's a little bit far down the line. So I, I don't know about yeah. 168, but definitely 160. Hmm. And, 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 and we kind of talked about this before from a goal standpoint, like do you want to be a multi-division champion. Do you want to be unified or undisputed? Where, 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 where's, where's the goal? What, what are you looking at? Well, definitely, you know, if I, you know, this, the probability of it happening is probably really low, but I mean, like I said, the goal is for everything. So if I can get undisputed at 147, 154, 160, I'm going to take the opportunity, you know, and I'm going to try my best to make it happen. You know, that's unheard of. So, yeah, I want to do it. Absolutely. Hey, I like it. And let me tell you something. The way uh, your career is going right now, I don't know if there's too many people who can doubt you. Uh, listen, he's unbeaten. Uh, he is one of the future when you talk about the welterweight division, Virgil Ortiz Jr., he is fighting next month. Make sure you check him out. Hey, man, I've been waiting to do this for a while with you, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me, man. I, I really enjoyed this interview. Absolutely. Virgil Ortiz Jr., and that's what we do here on The Last Stand, folks. We bring you the biggest names in the sport, and you need to remember Virgil Ortiz Jr. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again next week.